Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's program. I want to share a story today and unpack some lessons learned from this recent experience as a shopper. What can we learn as business leaders about this story I'm going to share today that literally happened to me so that we can run our businesses more efficiently, profitably, and of course, professionally. So without further ado, I'll share with you the story. And so I have a cleaning company that comes by our studio and uh, they clean they do what we would call a deep clean. They'll clean the baseboards. They'll clean inside like the, the light bulb fixture thing. Of course, all the basics, the the bathroom and the, uh, you know, all the regular stuff, the countertops, the windows and all that stuff that you would think is normal. But they go a step beyond and they they do what would be called a deep clean. And they really get everything looking uh, clean and fresh. And so back in the spring, now I was, I was paying 65 bucks a pop uh, for this service, which made no sense to me because as a business owner, I'm like, how in the world is this company making any money? Because sometimes they send a, a two person crew and sometimes a three person crew. And when they show up, you know, I'm, I'm not in the studio. And so I will, uh, we have a gym nearby. So I'll go to the gym and then I'll just kind of look out the window and wait for their car to leave. So I know when they're done. Well, you know, they're usually there for like an hour. So I'm like, man, that's like two and sometimes three man, you know, it's women, but you know what I mean? Man hours. And I'm like, how in the world are they making money at only charging $65 per service? It, my mind couldn't compute. Cause I'm like, you know, they have to buy their supplies. They have to pay their, their labor. And there's a lot of windshield time. Cause I know where they come before they come to our place. They're, they're in a whole nother city. So anyway, my mind is just like, how are these people making money? It just, doesn't make any sense to me. And so in the spring, I get this novel. I mean, I get a book of a text message and they said, Hey Paul, and I uh, just want to let you know, your price is going from $65 to $70. And then they go on and they wrote a book of why the price was going up. And I mean, I'm sitting there just scrolling through my phone, reading it kind of scrolling through, skimming it. And I keep scrolling and it keeps going and it keeps going. And it keeps going. Uh, basically, you know, sharing our labor cost and all, you know, all the reasons why they have to raise their price. And I get it. I run a business. I understand. And uh, if you guys are just tuning into the show, I have over 500 episodes and all the way back at the beginning of the program, I was preaching back then, raise your rates every single year, you know, be, do it consistently, do it incrementally and know your numbers and all this stuff. So this, I get it. Right. I, I'm like, okay, this is, this is fine. This is cool. But I was like, as it could have been communicated shorter, more clearly. And, um, you know, didn't have to go through, it's like reading a book of, of why they're raising their prices. So anyway, I text them back and I said, I said, I understand, you know, let's keep service moving right along. You guys are doing a great job. So they keep coming. And then again, the, the work's phenomenal. They, it, it, I come in and everything's clean and I work better. Uh, when my vehicles are clean, when my uh, studio's clean, when it, office is clean, I just like a cleanly, orderly workspace. For me, I perform better. I, I get more diligent. I get more done when things are 
dirty or out of place, it honestly just kind of irritates me. And I, I just, for my personality, I like it clean and orderly. That, that's how I, I get my best work done. So anyway, I'm a happy customer. Then I get a text and they say, Hey, Paul, we're raising our prices. All right. You got your, put your seatbelt on. If you're driving, you should always have your seatbelt on if you're driving, right? Trooper Gordy, they just get ready for this. Okay. They say, so, so just keep in mind the spring, it goes from 65 to 70. Now it goes from 70 to $100. They raised my price by 35% throughout the year. I think I'm doing that, num- that math, right? 30% in this increment right here. This is twice in, in one year. They go 65 to 70 and, and it's going to be 70 to $100. And then here comes the next book, right? It just goes on. You, you, it, we're, we're raising our prices because of this and that and inflation and labor and, and materials and everything going up and then all, all this stuff going on. And uh, I mean, I'm just scrolling through like, I'm not reading it word for word, but I'm kind of skimming. You ever, you ever watch Marty, those guys on TV that do speed reading? They used to have this like infomercial. This guy would sit there and he'd like run his fingers over the book. He'd be like, I just read a book in 13 minutes or whatever. And that's kind of how I was reading. And I was just like, I, I guess I was taking notes of how other companies are raising their prices. And here's, here's my, my number one takeaway. This business in particular did not quote the right price day one. So when I reached out to them and asked for a quote, what they should have quoted me initially, and this had nothing to do with the current inflation issues and uh, supply chain issues and, and labor crisis and all of that. I understand that that's going to make this year's price go up, but a, a 35% increase that that's not the real numbers of, of, of what we're being hit with uh, more than likely for, for this business. What the story that I took away was their original price should have been in the triple digits. They, they originally for a deep clean, if they're going to have multiple man hours here, uh, I mean, three man hours at minimum, I'm, I'm calculating. Sometimes they're here a lot more than that. Cause if they send a three person crew, they're here an hour. That's not counting their windshield time just to get here. They're charging a, they were charging $65. I was like, that's impossible to make money. And so my point was, and is that they did not quote me the right price initially. I'm fine with you raising my price. If you're charging me a hundred bucks and they're going to say next spring, Hey, it's going to be 105 or 107. They do such a good job, right? We're in a culture of convenience is king. And I don't mind instead of putting on my, those, those big Marty Ersi, those big yellow gloves for cleaning. I got some of those things right down there on my hands and knees, put my knee pads on and I'm cleaning the baseboard and I'm cleaning the toilet and the, the bathtub and all of that. And I, you know, I don't have a problem doing that. And I do, you know, clean my countertops almost daily and vacuum very frequently and, you know, do all the laundry and shit. I do enough cleaning, but I don't mind paying someone else to do the deep cleaning, right? Convenience is king. And so I'm going to pay them as long as it's reasonable because they do excellent work. And so when I'm looking into my business and as I challenge you to look into your business, the very first thing we have to ask ourselves is, are we quoting jobs the right price coming out of the gate? I hope I can intercept enough people because I know we got a lot of people that are tuning into my podcast and others and, you know, my friends in this industry, Fullerton and Allman and and Naylor and Fence Industry Podcast. And, you know, Mr. Producer, we have a whole little network here of of podcasts kind of hitting the industry at at different angles, the trades at different angles. And 
a lot of folks are just considering starting their business or maybe they're doing it as a weekend warrior and they're considering going full time. I want to intercept as many people as possible to say, hey, we need to know our numbers. We need to be so dialed in. So when we go out to quote a job, we give the correct profitable price at day one. Otherwise, we'll go out and work as this cleaning company was. They probably came and cleaned my place and lost money. I don't know how much if they're paying the worker $12 an hour, $15 an hour, $20 an hour, $25 an hour. I don't know, but anything in that range and they're driving here quite a while, cleaning my place, going to the next place, they had to be losing money. Or, or I mean, I just, my mind can't compute how they were profitable running that. And even at a hundred, you got to be, you know, you, you got to be purchasing your, I know we're getting in the cleaning industry here and I, you know, we're, we're talking long care landscaping, but these principles cross over. And so the point is we need to price quote jobs the right way. So how do you do that? Well, number one, and this is, uh, it takes a little bit of research, but you, you need to know the market. What is your market charging? I'll never forget how off I was when I started and I was quoting these properties at 225 bucks a pop, not, not per service, per, uh, the neighborhood I started off when in they charged monthly. So, so when you would, they'd say, Hey, what's your price? It's just common practice. 80, 90% of the, um, businesses in this neighborhood would just charge a monthly rate. Hey, it's whatever per month. Well, I said 225 a month. Well, the market, okay. Was in between 300 and 400 per month back in, you know, this is a decade ago when I started. That's how off I was because I was just not informed of what the competition was charging. And so there's ways you can do it. You can start talking to folks at the, at the quick trip gas station. You can just start asking around, just ask questions, figure it out. When I go to uh, my friend's house, I'd say, Hey, I'm just curious, you know, how much are you paying your lawn care professional? And I remember I was at my one friend's house once he didn't even have anybody, but I said, Hey, how much would you pay a company to come and, you know, cut your grass, clean your bushes up, you know, each, each week or biweekly or whatever. And it's like, ah, probably 75 bucks a pop. My mind just thinking, oh my gosh, I would have probably charged them like 35 per pop. But you just start asking people questions, ask homeowners questions, ask if they have a company, ask, hey, what are you charging? Even if they're not in your area or whatever, just start figuring it out. Get it. If you get enough research, if you start collecting data in your area, because it's different. I, where I'm living right now, business is booming. I was just driving down the street the other day and, and literally it's like on the left hand side of the road, they, they got a new apartment uh, complex they're building. And then there's hotels over here and there's a new like strip center up here. And it's just construction everywhere. Business is booming. And so our rate here in Metro Atlanta, uh, in the, in the, uh, you know, the wealthiest, uh, County in, in Atlanta, it's booming, man. You can charge quite a bit when you get out to rural Illinois, rural Arkansas, rural, wherever. And, uh, you know, the market's different. So your market, don't necessarily study my market because that might not be what you can get and vice versa. So I say all that to say, study your market because I'm telling you right now, when I, uh, I had a friend that was using this cleaning company and they, and they're like, Oh, these people are great, Paul. They, you know, spick and span, they're professional. They're they're you know, the vehicles lettered logoed and, and they, they wear uh, golf shirts, uh, you know, they all company golf shirts, just professionally do great work or whatever. And in my mind, I didn't really think about the price, but when I called them originally, it's like, I had a problem, right? I need 
my place clean. I travel all the time. I mean, I, some mornings I wake up and I'm like, you know, what, what state am I in again? Oh yeah. I'm in, I'm in uh, Kentucky. I'm in Michigan. I'm in Florida. I'm in Texas. I'm as, I mean, I'm all over the place. Right. I just like to come home and everything's clean. And so I would have paid him a hundred bucks. I would have paid him 125 bucks a pop. I, I mean, I don't know. And they're sitting there saying 65. So anyway, study your market. That's like, that's like basics. You, you want to have a range to say for this service, whether it's corrugations, it's lawn mowing, it's fertilization and weed control, whatever you're in, get data, collect data, have conversations, put in effort and find out what is the range in the market. Now that's step one. It's there's a brick by brick here, right? That's, so that's one component of what you want to consider. You're putting together your prices. What's the market? Second, it's your numbers. What is your overhead to run your business? What is your salary as the owner of the business? What are you, are you trying to pay yourself 40 grand a year? 50? 60? 70 more? Well, that salary that you're trying to pay yourself, the money doesn't grow off of trees, right? It comes from work. It comes from our customers. We need to build into our pricing, not just covering our materials, not just covering our labor and all the other expenses that cost around the business, but covering our salary. So you start to figure out well, how much money do I need to earn? Shout out to John Pajak. This man helped me tremendously years ago. He's got a workshop. It's called Budgets, Breakevens, Bottom Line. John, if you're listening, I, I don't know if you remember, but it's probably like a year and a half. He's hounding me. Hey, you know, Paulie, uh, you know, I'll get you through my workshop. Just let me know when or whatever. And I just kept like, I was busy and I was like, I guess I'd, for whatever reason, I was embarrassed. I don't know what it was, but I just kind of, you know, he'd give me these soft touches and I, I'd be like, oh yeah, let's get scheduled next week or whatever. And this never happened for like a year and a half. And then finally it was like, all right, John, I really need to get this together, man. And uh, so anyway, I went through his workshop and then we found out if I want to make this salary per year, I have this many employees, I'm working this many hours per week, this many weeks per year here's my break even per man hour. I got to make this amount to the penny per man hour, just to break even. If I want to hit this goal, then I need to be making this. And when you know per man hour, Hey, we got to hit this number. Then it really from there tweaks the efficiency of the business and it tweaks the quoting, the prices of the business and the efficiency is so much. It goes into it. Once you dial in your numbers, another thing you guys hear me talk about on this show all the time is my bookkeepers, right? Megan and Joey. Now I had, I had, uh, companies before then. Thankfully I have had bookkeepers, uh, for a while, but I landed at Jason Creel's, uh, lawn care life, man, that was several years ago. I don't even remember what year it was, but I was down there in Alabama and, uh, Megan and Joey, they just were very sharp. I remember they spoke for a little bit and, uh, Megan's up there. She's like, Jason's seen a 2.9 price or 2.9 attendance increase since last show. And like, I was like, these people are nerds, you know what I mean? And they're like, uh, serious. And I was like, this is, I need these people in my business. And so anyway, I talked to Megan and Joey, actually I had them on my podcast. Like, hey, talk some numbers to us. Right. And, uh, I was like, these people are just they seem like people of character, integrity. And so anyway, I asked them, I was like, Hey, will you like, uh, give me a quote. And so, uh, they've been taking care of my books for uh, years now. And that is a help 
uh, for me to know my numbers because of the accountability. We go through the profit and loss statement report. We go through the cash flow statement report. We go through about, you know, about three reports every single month. And in addition of that, I just kind of ask them questions and they kind of share with me trends they're seeing in my business, what they're noticing. And, and they just shoot me straight. Hey, this looked a little low this month, or this looked a little, this ratio looked a little, you know, off. Can you explain what happened? And they'll, they'll, you know, they'll ask me questions like real, uh, gently, you know what I mean? And, uh, instead of being like, Hey, you got to get together, Paul. But anyway, then it, I say, Oh, well, here's what happened. Or, you know, man, I, that, that, that doesn't look right. So we gotta, we gotta step it up next month. Right. We got to increase revenue and decrease expenses. That's the name of the game. Right. And so anyway, I would say you gotta, you gotta do the research on your market and then you gotta do the research of what's under your hood. What's going on in your business to pay yourself the salary. Granted, if you're the owner of the business, I know we got some folks that are just leaders in the business and somebody else owns the business, but it's still good to know those numbers. So when we go out to quote work, here's my first takeaway in all of this. When we go out to quote work, we can't just willy nilly put our finger in the air and be like, well, oh, 65 bucks. We, we need to know how the time is on this property, how I mean, that's what we're in the business of is actually selling time. We're selling labor, right? We're the ones out there doing the whippersnipper shout outs to our friends in Australia who are getting their season underway, right? We're the ones out there pushing the mower. We're the ones out there in the skid steer, the Toro Dingo, whatever you're using, right? We're, we're selling labor. Yes, we're using the equipment, but the main thing is they're hiring us for our education, but not necessarily education, but our expertise, however we developed our experience and expertise. And at the end of the day, the labor, right? That's why I'm hiring the cleaning company, right? I have the cleaning, I have the Windex, right? I have the multi-purpose, whatever. I, I have all the bells and whistles. I have a really nice vacuum. I got all of it, right? That's not the issue. It's just sitting in the closet, right? It's sitting in the cabinet. What am I really paying the company to come clean my place? Exactly. Good job, Mr. Producer. Oh, Mr. Producer. <laughs> the, uh, the live studio audience today. Correct answer. It's the time. It's the labor. They're coming over. They're putting on the gloves. They're getting, you know, down and dirty, so to speak, to clean the place. So let's do this. Let's kick it over, Mr. Producer. Let's play today's. Uh, let's hear from today's show sponsors. And then coming up, I got more takeaways from this, man. This got me fired up because this was not the right way to do it, to, to, to send out two text in a lengthy, clunky text in one year and to raise the price 35%. There's got to be more. Uh, there's got to be better ways that we can run our business and we can communicate to our customers that their price is going up because 100% of the people listening to the sound of my voice, we all have to raise our prices in next season. And going into 2022, I know Australia, you guys in New Zealand, you guys already kicked off your season. So now is your go time to raise your prices. My friends in Canada, United States, Europe, you know, as we go into the spring of 2022, we have to raise our prices, but there's a right way to do it. And there is definitely... Uh, room, I think we could all grow in fine tuning how we quote work uh, so that we are uh, in the right ballpark uh, when we are initiating uh, these jobs. So, quick word from today's show sponsors. We'll be right back. Oh, God. I'm going to have to shovel. I don't even have a snowblower. Nobody to plow me. Oh, my God. And the neighbors suck. They don't help. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? 
Do you want to keep the cash flowing this winter? Head over to LauntrepreneurAcademy.com and check out all of Brian Fullerton's new courses and powerful resources to get you cashing in on that white gold through plowing snow. The Snow Plowing Training Course is easy to understand and you'll learn what it takes to do the job effectively and how to bid, price, and estimate snow plowing for both residential and commercial properties. LauntrepreneurAcademy.com has three new resources to take the hassle and guesswork out of securing your snow removal jobs, plus there's eye-catching marketing materials that can help you secure new clients quickly. Ready to crush the snow game this year? Visit LauntrepreneurAcademy.com or use the link in the podcast description. ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Alrighty, so I need to emphasize this in the first segment. Mr. Producer, thank you for the uh, little nudge to make a little correction. I showed a lot of compassion, mercy, uh, sympathy, really, when my rate went up 35% in one year from 65 bucks to $100, because I was like, man, this this small business owner is just trying to survive, and his price should have been in $100 or more right out of the gate. And so, I, you know, I kindly went with the program. However, for others, especially in lawn care, if you raise your price by 35%, I don't know how successful you can be doing that. That's just... Uh doesn't seem like the best business move possible. And so that's why I'm hammering home this point. What can we do to make sure we're dialed in on our numbers? And there's one thing I want to let you guys know about. Alan Hain actually uh, reminded our audience about this, the influencer live. And I want to reiterate his point about the county extension offices. I had no idea what this was all about until one of my mentors, Jamie was like, Hey Paul, uh, you want to come to this class with me uh, about knowing your numbers? It's eight hours long. It's only $25 and they give you Chick-fil-A. So we got there at 8am. 
they had, it was literally only 25 bucks and you have to register. You want to get on the email list of your county extension office. So you know about all the classes that they have, but we spent eight hours talking about bidding jobs, quoting jobs. They gave us a tape measure and sent us outside. We had to measure the square foot of turf and beds. And then we all came back and had different answers. And it was like, oh man, you know, they taught us the basics of how you measure square feet, how you uh, calculate your overhead, what you charge per man hour, eight hours. And, um, only $25. I'm not barely, you know, I, I devoured, I, I don't know, maybe two, three chicken sandwiches, fr- maybe two things of waffle fries. They, oh, they overordered on the Chick-fil-A. So I, I took care of business. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think I had like three donuts that day. They had donuts and coffee in the morning, Chick-fil-A for lunch. But anyway, check your county and find out because they had excellent professors from the University of Georgia come in Gwinnett County and teach us the ropes with knowing your numbers. That was eight hours of education. I went through paychecks, budget break evens, bottom lines. I think that was three or four hours. And then obviously every single day, I'm not exaggerating, every single day I'm checking my budget spreadsheet and my bank accounts. And so I have all of my overhead on a spreadsheet and my irregular expenses, the variable cost for each month at the beginning of the month, I make a budget for that specific month. No month is the same. And then every morning, it's part of my morning routine. I check the budget and I, I as I go along in the spreadsheet, I'll mark what day the um, expense was paid and I just keep up during the month so I know exactly what's going on. And then I look at the bank accounts. I do the Mike McCowitz profit first. So I have different bank accounts for you know the income, uh, for the expenses, et cetera. And so I'm checking that daily to make sure I'm aware of what's going on with the numbers of my business. And then I bring in outside accountability. It's so important to have other sets of eyes looking at our numbers. It exposes what's in the dark. It exposes what's off when you have other professionals. I I have a a tax planner who uh, looks quarterly at my a business to tell me, Hey, you need to have this much money saved for your quarterly taxes. This looks a little off. Let's adjust that. In addition to that, I got the bookkeepers they're looking in. And so make this as soon as possible in your business. I would say day one, honestly, I used to say at a hundred thousand revenue, you want to get all this stuff in place, but I've been thinking, cause I've been helping so many people under a hundred thousand revenue that have cracks in the foundation. It's like, let's just start the business from day one legitimate. Get get a bookkeeper, get educated. Whether you take Payjax budget, break even bottom lines, you go to your county extension office for crying out loud for $25. And um, at least get your email on their list because they'll say, hey, we have our fertilization and weed control eight hour course coming up on, on this day. I remember I took that uh, Mr. Producer. And then like, it's probably like three or four weeks later, I called um, Russell Skipper. I was like, Hey man, I'm done. I'm done with the weeds, man. I'm done with the weeds. And uh, will you take over? I just, I, I didn't like uh, chasing Poa Anyo and Dove's weed and all that, all that stuff. Someone else can, can uh, tackle the weeds, but it's a profitable business. So I say all that to say it takes research to know the market and to know your numbers. And back to the cleaning company's situation, just to use the round number of 100, and again, I would have paid up, they would have said day one, hey, it's 125 bucks to come do a deep clean. I would have said, sign me up, not even thought twice about it. They have three, let's say for round numbers, they're doing three man hours, right? They have three ladies that come over for an hour. They're at the place for three man hours. If they're only charging $40 per man hour, it's 120 bucks. 
So, and I don't know that business. I don't know what they're paying their labor. I don't know if, you know, what they're paying for all the supplies. I couldn't imagine being that much if you buy in bulk. But anyway, I don't know that business, but $65 made me a skeptic. I was like, how are they going to clean this for 65 bucks? And they would blow my mind. I'd be like, come on. Like, man, like this is spick and span. It's like super clean, ridiculous. But obviously they raised their price from 65 to hundred cause it weren't, it wasn't working out. And I think a lot of other businesses are out there. You know, Warren Buffett said this, he said that you don't know who's skinny dipping until the tide goes out. Right. So you could have people out there, you know, in the ocean <laughs> skinny dipping. Right. And you would never know if you just see their head bobbing along with the waves. Right. But when that tide draws back, and you, then everyone gets exposed. And what's happening right now uh, with this economy is sometimes we can actually get away with being sloppy or missing the mark a little bit because we can out we can attempt to out earn our stupidity, right? If you're listening to this podcast and you're this deep into this podcast, I'm 99% sure you're a go getter. You wouldn't be listening to a podcast on how to take your business to the next level if there wasn't something inside of you that wants to work, wants to be diligent, wants to get after it. But that's not enough. We need to complement that with education, knowledge, wisdom to know how to run the business side of things. And in summary, I will say this. In the trade of cleaning, the company that I'm using gets an A+. Like I've never come home and been like, oh, that was a little, well, actually one time there's a little thing they missed on the camera, but I'm talking like nine out of 10 times I come home and I'm like, this smells good. This looks good. This is great, right? They get an A plus with the execution of the service where they're obviously needing to improve is on the business side of the uh, pricing and, and understanding the operations of the business. And so I think it's a lesson we can all take away, especially I know you guys in Australia, New Zealand, you are off and running in a new season. Our um, climate is like opposite. So you guys are in your spring rush. And I hope 100% of you guys in Australia, New Zealand have raised your rates for this year. But guys in the United States, Europe, Canada, as we head into the holidays, really be looking under the hood at your numbers and figuring out two things. Number one, next year, how can we quote work at the profitable rate and knock it out of the park with our quotes so that we don't take on work that's causing us to, to work in vain because we're not making enough money on pricing our service. I was just listening to Dean Wheeler on the Fence Industry podcast and they were talking about, because they're already booking work three, four months in advance for next spring. It's like, there's some variables they don't know about with material, labor, all kind of uh, supply issues. And so there's a little bit of guesswork in the quotes when you're doing it that far out. But anyway, dialing in, quoting the accurate number, what needs to be profitable. And then we all need to raise our rates uh, going into next year. So we'll button it up there. This is a to be continued conversation. Uh, Mr. Producer, uh, we'd love to help you guys. I'm, I'm not going to put the county extension office information for every single county in the United States of America. I don't think we'd, th there's like a 5,000 character limit in our show notes, but um, you'll have to do that research to look into your county extension office. But I'm telling you guys here in Georgia, uh, Gwinnett County, whatever county you're in, look it up call them and say, Hey, I'm a lawn care professional, a landscape professional. I'm trying to get my business in order. What do you got? And they, they're not every week, but 
very frequently they're putting on courses that you can get in for a very low price. They're usually eight hours a day. You just take the day off and you go and learn. You can bring your team. Sometimes people bring three, four people from their team uh, in management to really, and these, the guys that are at this thing, I love networking with them because they're the, the best companies in town. They're all just trying to, um, you know, they'll send their their managers and their, their salespeople and just get them to know their numbers. So you got to do your own research on that. We will put the greenindustrypodcast.com, John Pajak's budget, break even, bottom line. It's available if you want to go through his workshop. Of course, our rate increase letter is there. Download that puppy and uh, it's, a, it's a plug and play template. Get that thing ready. I wouldn't suggest sending it out now, uh, with the holidays and things like that, I would wait till after the first of the year and depending on what state you're in before the season, you know, revs up. So we'll, we'll have that conversation uh, down the road. But um, you definitely need a, a game plan to um, raise your rates next spring for sure. Or, you know, late winter, spring. So anyway, all those resources uh, with the budget break, even bottom line, the pricing matrix. Thanks, Marty. The pricing matrix you can is a spreadsheet we have that you type in your time in and time out on each property, and it will show you what you're earning per man hour on that property. That's a valuable tool and resource to help you know your numbers. So it's going to take some intentionality. It's going to take um, some grit to really button up the business side of things, but I think it is definitely in um it's definitely worth it to, to study especially if you guys have more time uh you know in, in the united states we have the off season coming up you know it's not time to be watching reruns of seinfeld <laughs> or in my case right i could watch football all day long man I, I i don't know if you guys noticed i threw my tv away uh, just because in this season of my life man I, I have some goals that i'm about to crush and i can't be distracted with tiktok youtube tv so i, I eliminated it laser focused on God's plans and purposes for my life. And anyone that's a small business owner, we got to know our numbers. We got to put in the work to figure out what our numbers are so we can run profitable businesses. Thanks for listening, friends. Smash that follow and we hope to catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.